0: One of my favorite Jim Rohn quotes is, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Participating and being part of a mastermind group doesn't just help you grow your art business, but it dramatically improves your life because of the way it expands your viewpoint. Today's episode is sponsored by the Artist Incubator Mastermind. If you want to accelerate your art sales, I can show you how using my strategies and I have spots available to work with me next year. I've just updated the application page so you can read all about the incubator and learn how to apply. Go to shulmanart.com forward slash biz as in B-I-Z to apply. It's the Inspiration Place podcast with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world inside a podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman. Well, hello. This is your host, artist Miriam Shulman, and you're listening to episode 150 of the Inspiration Place podcast. And I'm honored that you're here. Today we're talking all about what to look for in a mastermind. Now, I believe every artist should be part of a mastermind. And depending on where you're at will drive what you should look for. Now, if you've never sold art, it's probably better that you look for a class on how to sell your art. Or a group coaching program rather than a formal mastermind per se. We're going to talk about the differences between classes, group coaching, and masterminds so that you understand the difference between them and which one is right for you. Now, for those of you who are already making money as an artist... You absolutely got to be part of a mastermind if you want to grow your sales, your influence, and your career as an artist. But it's important to pick the right one where you get exactly the kind of support you need. Today's episode is about how to choose the right group for 2021 or whenever you're listening to this. And I'll also share a little bit about the Artist Incubator. If you're ready to join a mastermind and you're curious about mine, head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash biz, as in B-I-Z, where you can fill out an application to be considered for 2021. I'm taking applications until December 15th or when the program is full. Now, if you've been on that page before, I just want to let you know that I've completely updated it. So now you can actually learn all about the mastermind before you book a call to apply with me. Just saying. All right. So let's get back to masterminds and what they're all about. When I first started my online business, I don't think I was really that familiar with the term mastermind. I first started hearing about it, though, when I joined a group coaching program ran by Melanie Duncan. She was BFFs with a bunch of people who also teach marketing. She was BFFs with all these people, and they all kept saying they were part of the same mastermind. Melanie Duncan was friends with Amy Porterfield and Stu McLaren and James Wedmore. And I was like, holy cow. All these people are in the same mastermind together. Now, if you're not familiar with those names I just dropped, because you're more immersed in the arts world, and you don't pay attention to the business space, that's not really the point. That's okay. But just know that they have really large audiences in the online marketing space, and they're real biggies. But I think part of their success was because they joined this mastermind together they were all promoting each other. They were stretching each other and pushing each other to pass really big milestones. They pretty much all passed the $1 million mark the same year in their business. So watching those people grow their business because they were part of a mastermind, that really made me want to join one too. But I had no idea how to find one or what was right for somebody like me? Because I wasn't making a million dollars. I wasn't even making 100000 when I first got the idea that that was something I wanted to do. Even though I take that word for granted, I do recognize that term mastermind, it really isn't that well known outside of the online business bubble. Even so, I'm actually always surprised when I have to explain what it is. Whenever I have lunch with my girlfriend, Victoria, she's always curious about this mastermind thingy, because I'm always sharing with her how I'm traveling to meet my mastermind, or I'll have lunch with people, or we had a session. So she let me know that after one of our lunches, and by the way, this was a perfectly safe pre-COVID lunch, she Googled masterminds. Now, that is not a way to find a mastermind, by the way. More on that in a moment. But what's important is that it's clear that not everyone knows what they are. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to briefly define what a mastermind actually is. The term mastermind was coined by Napoleon Hill in 1935. He wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich. Based on his research on why some people are more successful than others, he concluded that they were part of a mastermind. Now, a mastermind is a peer-to-peer mentoring group of individuals who meet on a regular basis, in person or virtually, to push each other to work to their highest potential and hold each other accountable. Most successful entrepreneurs today use masterminds to grow their business, and to work on their personal development. Now, if you're afraid this episode is going to be too businessy, let's stop right here and get something straight. The most successful artists throughout time have also been part of a mastermind, at least the way we're defining it here today, even if they didn't use that word. If you look back throughout art history, we find artists have always traveled in packs, from the French Impressionists in Paris to the Abstract Expressionists who painted in the winters in New York and summered together in Provincetown. Artists who reach the highest levels of career success do so in groups. Even reclusive Van Gogh was regularly in contact with his artist friends, Gauguin, Bazille, as well as his brother Theo, the art dealer. And a mastermind doesn't have to be huge to be successful. Anytime two people mind meld, you can consider that masterminding. One of my favorite Jim Rohn quotes is, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Participating and being part of a mastermind group doesn't just help you grow your art business, but it dramatically improves your Life because of the way it expands your viewpoint. Being an artist and a solopreneur can be really lonely. You're by yourself in your studio or you're behind your computer. Even if you have a partner like I do, my husband provides emotional support and he's my romantic partner, but he certainly doesn't understand my business or my art for that matter, which is why I've always found having a work husband as a coach not just beneficial to my business but also to my marriage because my husband no longer has to listen to me talk about something that he doesn't understand and I don't have to explain to him why his advice is terrible ironically currently both my husband and my coach are both named Ron I have them programmed into my iPhone as husband Ron and coach Ron, so I don't accidentally send sexy messages to the wrong Ron. (laughs) Now, if you haven't joined a mastermind yet, I highly recommend you do so because it's important for artists, especially those who work at home or in isolation. Besides business growth and personal development, networking with peers is a huge part of being in a mastermind and therefore you need to choose one carefully. The first steps, and by the way, I'm going to give you 10 criteria to really go through, get your pen out and be ready for that. But first, you have to decide if it really is the right time to join a mastermind before you start diving into which one. Now, most traditional masterminds, and by that, I'm referring to ones run by business coaches the ones that I mentioned earlier that are out there, they expect that you're making at least 100000 from your art. That isn't always true. So for example, the A-player group that I'm a part of with Ron Reich, he requires that you have at least 120000 a year in revenue. And there are other masterminds where the threshold is even higher. I've heard of masterminds where you're expected to be making a million a year and others where you're expected to be making 10 million. Usually, the higher the threshold, the higher the price tag to join. However, I've designed my program to include many aspects of a traditional mastermind without the high-end price tag or admission criteria because I know that artists really need this and they thrive in this style of community. I call my program a hybrid program because it has many aspects of a group coaching program, a mastermind, as well as a curriculum. And we'll get into that a little bit today, but mostly I just want to talk to you in general about what to look for. So you might be wondering what the difference is between group coaching and a mastermind. And also, what's the difference between that and a class? All right, so let's talk about what online classes are. Online classes are a curriculum. You might be able to ask questions of the instructor in an online forum or in a Facebook group, but typically, online classes don't include much access to the course creator to coach you and guide you. My own art classes are set up as classes, not coaching programs, because they operate on a fixed curriculum. And that's why I'm able to offer lifetime access to my students who join. Allowing them this extended access doesn't require anything additional from me, and it's a huge advantage to my students. Now, I do provide feedback for my students' art, but I usually do that in a limited manner. So, for example, for my portrait classes, new students get a feedback call from me on their art. And depending on how quickly they sign up, if they sign up on the first day, they'll get their one-on-one. If they sign up later, then usually they'll get a group. But it's not a lifetime access to feedback. It's usually a limited time bonus. Coaching, on the other hand, may or may not include a curriculum. But the biggest benefit is being able to be guided by a coach or an expert. So when choosing a group coaching program, look at how much access you get to the coach. And one other thing I might want to just say here, again, this is sort of to highlight how this is not something that should feel so dissimilar to you if you're an artist. If you've ever joined a critique group, that's kind of like a mastermind. Anytime a group of people come together to push each other, that's what masterminding is. Now, when you're choosing a group program and you want to be guided by a coach, make sure you know how much access you actually are getting to that coach. I was disappointed recently by a group coaching program and that wasn't a cheap one, by the way, where the only interaction we had with the leader was through a Facebook Live. I found that really impersonal. There were thousands of people in the program. I felt as though I was constantly jockeying for attention. For a coaching program or mastermind experience to be really beneficial, you're gonna want that access. And that's why these types of programs generally don't offer lifetime access since your success is dependent on the coach. I know my artists get the best results when they are fully present and take action when I'm available for support and troubleshooting. Now, ideally, the group program you choose will have both a curriculum and group coaching where you can ask questions live on a Zoom call. A group program is perfect for people who wanna learn something new and want more accountability and support than a typical online class can offer. When looking at mastermind experiences, Consider whether it's a group coaching program, a course, or a mastermind. Now, what is the difference between the group coaching and the mastermind, you might be wondering? In general, a group coaching program doesn't allow what we call hot seats. And we're going to get to that in a moment when I talk about the 10 different things to look for. And in general, masterminds are for people who are further along in their business. That's why the application process is so important. I interview everyone who joins the incubator to make sure they're a good fit and they're going to gel with the rest of the group. I'm also looking for people who can add something to the group. Because one of the benefits of joining a mastermind is that you're not just there For the coach, you're there for the community and you're there to learn from the other people in the mastermind as well. I love when the success from artists in my incubator inspires others. One of my favorite truisms from Esther Hicks is that the fastest track to an abundant mindset is when the success of another makes your own heart soar. So these types of traditional masterminds where you're further along, where there's a barrier to entry with an application process, they're better suited for people who are working full time on their art and they want to build momentum and accelerate their growth. Maybe they want to double or triple their revenue. Maybe you're looking to build your audience and go even faster If you consider your art more a hobby and you just want to learn how to sell your art for fun, then a mastermind is going to be a little bit too intense for you, and you should probably look for either a course or a group coaching program that's a little bit more low-key. So based on this, let's say you've decided you want to join a mastermind, so how do you find one? First of all, ask around. Referrals are the best way to find a good mastermind group. Now, Google can be your friend when you're looking for something, but in this case, Google is not your friend. You either should be following a coach for a while and you like him or her, or you know somebody who joined one of his or her mastermind groups. Don't leave it up to Google or Facebook to find a mastermind. Okay, so let's just say you've narrowed it down to one or two mastermind programs. So how do you pick which one's right for you? Okay, so here's where I'm going to give you the 10 criteria and grab a pen. Number one, first of all, you need to like the coach. Obviously, you can't work with someone you don't like, because if you don't like them, well, you're going to have trouble trusting their guidance and advice. And also, If you like them, then hopefully they're going to attract other people you like as well. Now, since you're listening to this podcast, I got to assume that you like me, but the truth is listening to somebody can be a little bit different than interacting with them, which is why the interview isn't just for me, it's also for you. When you join a program, you're making a big investment in your art business, in your time and in yourself, and you want to feel really good about that decision. Since I'm not the only choice out there, I also want to give you some questions you should ask any coach you're considering working with. So I'm going to share 10 criteria you should consider before investing in a great coach. And I might even sprinkle in a few bonus criteria. So use this list when you go coach shopping. All right, number two, check out the coach and his or her experience with mastermind programs. It's always safer for you if the person has run numerous masterminds and has years of experience rather than this being their first mastermind group. That being said, if you find somebody you really like and they have ample experience with one or more group coaching programs plus previous business experience and now they're offering a mastermind for the first time, you might wanna take your chances. I've been running both paid and peer mastermind programs since 2017. And meanwhile, the current group that I'm running was started in 2019. For myself personally, when I joined a mastermind program, I try to make sure I'm not joining the first round, but an established one. It's kind of like the reason you don't buy 1.0 of a software. Number three, work with a coach who has achieved what you want to achieve or has the experience or education where they have in the past achieved something similar to what you want to achieve. Or maybe they've been able to help their clients achieve what you want to achieve. It sounds obvious, <laughs> but it isn't. For example, if you want to make fifty dollars to $100,000 a year from selling your art, has the coach achieved that themselves? And by that, I mean before they became a coach. Or perhaps you want to build an online class business. So has the coach achieved that themselves? And again, is the income from before they became a coach? One of the questions that people ask me when I'm interviewing them is how much income I make from the podcast, which always makes me chuckle because I don't make anything from the podcast. They assume that when I say I have a six-figure income and they listen to my podcast, that I must be getting paid for the podcast. But the podcast is actually something I invest in. I consider it part of my messaging, my positioning, and my advertising. So to answer these questions that I'm telling you, you should ask other people, let me tell you about my background. Before I started online art classes, before I became a coach, before I did any of that, I was making $60,000 a year from my fine art sales alone. Once I added on the online course business, my salary jumped to a hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand a year. And it was at a hundred and fifty thousand a year before I added on the coaching program. Okay. So now we got that out of the way. If you want to build a successful, sustainable and profitable business, You really want to make sure the coach has built that kind of business before they became a coach or a marketing expert. I've seen so many artists who maybe have one good year and then they decide to be a coach or even less than that. So be sure you ask that question. Now, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my experience. The first paid mastermind group I joined was with Jason Van Orden. That was in 2018. He actually hadn't run many mastermind groups. In fact, this may have been the first iteration, but I knew that he had run group coaching programs. The main reason I wanted to work with him was he was based in New York City, right near me, and he had very deep business relationships and a large network, and I really wanted to tap into his network. And he also had built a very successful podcast. So that was something that I wanted to do in my business, and I wanted to build these types of strategic connections. I wanted to tap into the New York business scene and, of course, launch this podcast. And his mastermind did do all those things for me. So I am really grateful for that experience. Now, I probably would have stayed longer with Jason, but for personal reasons, he took a break from running that mastermind. And when he did start running another one again, he decided to work with only those who were new in their business, which wasn't a good fit for me. So I did go coachless for a while. And to be honest, I can definitely feel the difference when I'm in a group, when I'm celebrating my wins with other people, when I'm getting inspired by their wins, and also when I have a coach guiding me to help uncover my blind spots. I find those things super valuable and they really help move my business more quickly than when I'm just working on my own. I love surrounding myself with people doing big things and taking risks. And I find that that's critical for me to keep my own energy and my confidence high. So in May of 2019, I started to ask around again. Most people I asked suggested that I join their group, meaning not the one that they were in, but the one that they were running but my friend Selena Sue suggested that I talk to her business coach, Ron Reich. She could have suggested that I join the mastermind program that she was running, but she didn't. So I took that recommendation seriously. At the time, I was making 150,000 and I joined his A-player mastermind. I made the five-figure annual investment with the intention of learning more about launching because that's what Ron is known for. He had managed multiple six-figure and even seven-figure launches in his role as a coach and launch consultant, so I decided it was perfect for me for what I wanted to accomplish in 2019. And yes, I really was able to add an additional $100,000 in revenue that year. But just as important, I was able to continue to expand my network through the people that Ron attracted into the group. Many of the guests you've heard on this show were all part of that mastermind group or people that Ron had introduced me to. So there's one other thing I wanna say about this though. Don't go guru hopping. When you like a coach... Work with that coach for a few years. Maybe take a break and come back. But I truly believe that it's not going to help you or your art business to constantly join a new group or pick a new coach every year. The reason I'm staying with Ron is that it's working. And yeah, sometimes there were moments where I wasn't getting everything I needed, but then that changed. So if there's a few months when you feel things may be out of sync, it's not a good way to judge a mastermind program. Maybe it's because I'm so loyal, but I do believe in sticking with one coach for at least two years and even longer and maybe taking a break and coming back. I don't keep who I work with a secret. (laughs) And I want to work with clients who don't make me a secret either. So I attract clients who refer me to their artist friends and actually I reward them for doing so. But the bigger reward is growing a group of people who actually like each other. It's so much fun. Now, I'm transparent with you about who I work with and how I pick these people because I think we do have a big problem inside the coaching industry. There are a lot of unqualified coaches out there, a lot. I'm not talking about whether they're certified or not. In fact, neither Ron nor Jason or myself are certified because that honestly doesn't matter. What does matter is business experience, knowing how to actually run a business and having relevant experience for what you're looking for. Now, there are a lot of people out there who call themselves business coaches or marketing strategists, but they've never actually ran a business before, and then they start to call themselves that. Or maybe they had one great year and before they decided to become a coach. And I've also noticed that there are even fewer artists coaching other artists, which I think is a shame because if you haven't done the work yourself, then really you're just teaching theory. So when you do choose to work with an artist business coach, make sure he or she has the experience that you want to emulate. On the other hand, I want to assure you, there are a lot of qualified business coaches out there. Just make sure you ask the right questions. My focus is helping you think bigger and take your business wherever it is today to 50,000, 100,000 and beyond. I want to encourage you not to work with a coach who doesn't have that experience to help you achieve your goals. I know it sounds obvious, but there's too many who don't do their due diligence and then they get burnt by working with the wrong coach who overpromises and under delivers. Now, at the same time, I do want to let you know that you need to look at what the coach is focusing on. So for example, I'm not the right fit for everybody. If you are looking to get an art licensing deal, I'm not the right coach for you. My goal is for you to attract high-end commissions, build your email list, and use it as your secret weapon and invisible selling machine that you can put into action to sell your art. These strategies work. They work for me, and they work for my clients. I honestly have never gotten this much value out of any coaching thing I've ever been in. We want to make it happen. I'm glad to have the accountability and you pushing me into uncomfortable places, which aren't that uncomfortable, but they're uncomfortable enough to stretch me, which is good. You know, I released my collection. The response was overwhelming. And so (laughs) this is where Miriam, you can say, I told you so. I told you so on each of these points. So let me go down them. It's the most I've ever sold in 48 hours. Only to my email list. When I pressed send on Friday afternoon, which was when I released it, it was overwhelming to the point of, uh, it felt uncomfortable and I have gained and learned so much and even things that I did not think were issues with like the coaching, with the pricing and all of that, these things that weren't necessarily tied to the art, but tied to how you feel as an artist and where you are and, and all of that. It's gotten me over a lot of those humps. Most artists don't share information that they've learned or things that they need to do to become an artist to sell your art or to promote my classes. She shares all her information. I was able to have my open studio this weekend. It was a a really fulfilling day, a validating day for me. Now I have to get ready for the next art fair. I do believe because of this incubator and because of the confidence that you exude, I am believing in myself, Miriam, for the first time ever, especially as an artist. But most importantly, as a person, that's the greatest blessing of all. That's worth more than anything. Without hesitation, I would highly recommend the Artist Incubator Program for you. Number four, see if you can review success stories from previous students. And even better, if these are either video testimonials that you can actually verify that these clients are real. Now, I don't want to plant any doubts, but written testimonials just aren't good enough especially when you're making a big investment. But it's not really just because I feel like there should be some distrust put on it. I feel like when you can listen to what they have to say and see what the people are like that the coach attracts, that's a lot more information for you. So when you go to shulmanart.com forward slash biz, you actually will see some selected video testimonials with success stories from my clients. Okay, number five. Do you get a hot seat? (laughs) You may be wondering, what the heck is a hot seat? A hot seat is a position in a mastermind group when you get to ask for exactly what you need to move your business or yourself forward. You could be asking a specific question, asking for advice about a problem you're facing, or getting help with a decision you're facing, or wanting feedback and ideas on changes you want to make. The hot seat is where mastermind group magic happens. And let's make sure we understand the difference between a hot seat and passively asking a question on a Facebook Live. You can ask a question on a Facebook Live and the coach can answer it. But the differences between that and a hot seat is it's a two-way conversation. Now, I've been in several mastermind hot seat rounds over the years and I love them. They're actually my favorite thing to participate in both as a facilitator and also as the hot seat sitter. And I love not only when I'm in the hot seat, but watching other people in the hot seat. I found that often I learn even more from hearing solutions to other people's questions and struggles than from my own time in the hot seat. While I'm listening, ideas from my own business or creative output start firing like crazy. It's so motivating. And then often when I'm sitting there listening to other people's hot seat, I might refine my own question and I'll get even more value out of my time in the hot seat than I would have from just booking a whole hour of private time with the same coach. And finally, you get to see the genius of the other people in the group. And by the same token, they also get to see yours. So profitable connections really come out of these hot seats. So that is something that I really value when I choose a mastermind. I got that both in Jason's program and in Ron's program. We actually got, every member got a hot seat every time we met. It was a smaller enough group that we did that. And I value it so highly that that's why in the Artist Incubator, when you join the mastermind, you also get a hot seat every week. That is something you should ask before you join a program. Because some masterminds, they have hot seats, but you don't get them every week. You Maybe you get it once a month or less. So ask. You really want to know, when do you get coached in the group format? Does everybody get coaching every week? Now, another thing that I look for, and let's call this a bonus number. This is kind of like five and a half because I didn't really have a number for this, but I just was thinking about this. When you're looking for a mastermind, also find out how long the commitment is. So I prefer to join programs that have a year-long commitment. Unfortunately, the programs that I've joined, both Jason's and Ron's, were only six months. I don't love that for groups. I did do that for my own group when I formed it. That's been a six-month commitment for over a year now. But that's why in 2021, I'm making it a full year. I've tried and I tested the six months before I figured out that this 12 months really is the optimal length for a mastermind. And the reason why is because it usually takes almost six months for... The group to gel, develop the right group energy and gain momentum. I found that I was doing my members a big disservice by cutting them loose after six months. And I also, as being a member in a group, I didn't love the energy of people coming and going. I don't like that. I really would prefer everyone starts at the same time, ends at the same time. So that is why for the artist incubator, I'm doing a big promotion for 2021. I'm taking applications and I'm cutting off registration. I'm taking applications all the way until December 15th or until it's fall. And everyone who joins, joins for a year. So unless something happens and there's an opening, it will be a long time before you'll be able to join my program again. Okay, so number six, this is why I said this is kind of like the last thing was a bonus thing. Number six Will the coach attract the type of people I actually want to hang out with? A part of a successful mastermind are the other participants. So when you're looking at the testimonials, look at the type of people the coach attracts and see if you want to be in a group with them. If the coach is offering more than one level, you want to make sure you look at the type of people in each level as well. Before you join a mastermind, you usually don't know who is going to be in there, but this will give you a feeling for who is typically in a mastermind with this coach. When I interview people who are looking to join the mastermind, sometimes I will recommend them for the self-study level rather than the mastermind. Sometimes I recommend simply because of timing. If they can't join us live, then of course they need to join self-study. But some of the criteria I look for when recommending self-study or the full mastermind level, it's essential that they're already selling their art. They have an artist website. They have some basics in place. If you're not sure which one is for you, this is something that I do guide you with during the enrollment call. If it turns out you're actually better fit for self-study, I'll tell you. If I don't think you're right for either program, I'll tell you that as well. That's how I ensure that the women or the men who join my program are the perfect fit, both in terms of aspiration and experience. Number seven, a mastermind group is not about how many calls you get or how long those calls are. It's kind of irrelevant, actually. Now, I know beginners and those joining their first mastermind focus a lot on those sorts of details, but honestly, it doesn't matter. What does matter is regular meetings and a private Facebook group. In my mastermind program, we share a Facebook group. There is one-on-one coaching for my mastermind members, and they get the hot seat calls with me every week. Mastermind members get access to a Coach certified by Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School to help them with their mindset and an accountability partner. Currently, I'm thrilled to have Sean Roney to run the mindset calls. You can listen to her on episode number 96. And just so you know, this is an additional call. In other words, a call that's in addition to the ones that they have with me. So we included a link to that episode in the show notes. You can listen to it at shulmanart.com forward slash 96. My mastermind members, they also get access to my team, which is huge. Very few people offer this. Anna, who is my studio manager, meets with my mastermind twice a month. If you're stuck on how to set up an autoresponder, she can help with that. If you're trying to figure out Kajabi, we've got that covered too. Want to brush up your photoshop? she can help you with that. These are the types of technical questions that my members can get answers to when they meet with her. So it's all about never getting stuck. Now, in an ideal world, mastermind groups offer offline retreats. (laughs) In-person retreats, they are the best way to network with other members and dive deeper into topics and have those informal discussions that just don't take place without the real-life element. Plus, this is where the biggest breakthroughs, personal and business, happen. Now, my original plan for the Incubator was to have an in-person event in 2020. But with the global pandemic, that was not possible. And with it still raging on, I am not promising one for 2021, but fingers crossed when air travel and real life in person is back on the table, that will be the first thing I'll be adding back to my mastermind. So hopefully we'll be meeting in person in New York City real soon. Number eight. I'm not sure if I hinted at this before, but is the coach the one you're actually getting coached by? This may seem like it should be obvious, but it isn't. So many programs are built around a celebrity coach who hands off the actual coaching to either one of their newly minted students or a newly trained team member And I've seen this over and over again. In fact, there was an artist mastermind group that I was seriously considering joining, but it was clear on the registration form that I'd be assigned to one of her students. And in fact, it was a student who had followed me around the in-person event this coach had hosted the prior year, she followed me around and she kept asking me questions and trying to pick my brain. So yeah, no, I definitely was not joining this group. And I felt lucky to learn that information up front. But sometimes this just isn't the case. And it's only after you've invested thousands of dollars that you learn that the actual coaching is done by a recent alumni of the program, or the guru only shows up for impersonal Facebook lives, and you really don't get any real interaction with them at all. All right, number nine, do you get access to additional content or resources? Masterminding is great. Group coaching is great. But sometimes you do need a bit more, which is why it is better if a mastermind program includes access to the coach's curriculum or a library that helps you do what you want to do. That's why in the incubator, you do get instant access to a vast library of resources on how to build your email list, how to pitch the press, All the things I've ever taught basically inside the incubator are available to new members. Now, unlike online courses, it's not a fixed curriculum. I'm often adding to it based on the needs of the current group. So for example, this November inside the incubator, I'm training them on how to set up their Black Friday campaigns and how to create a nurture sequence. And the mastermind level members are getting website reviews, such huge bonuses. I really and truly wish I had somebody five, six years ago teaching me how to do these things. Those joining the group in the future don't miss out on those resources because all those trainings get put into the vault and new members get immediate access to them when they join, as well as all the new ones I add in 2021. Number 10. My last advice to you on how to choose the right mastermind group is always, always hire the best you can afford. This is what I have always done, and this has definitely played a huge part in my success. And not just grow my art business, but also grow my money mindset. Always hire the best you can afford. Whenever I've invested in myself, it always makes it easier for me to ask others to do the same. And this is true for my clients as well. Investing in themselves is the fastest way to expand your money mindset and makes it so much easier to turn around and ask for those premium prices of your collectors. That's why another one of my favorite truisms is that the transformation is often in the transaction. So let's recap the 10 main questions you want to ask before joining a program. Number one, do you like the coach? Number two, has the coach run a mastermind before? Number three, has the coach achieved what you want to achieve? Number four, what are the case studies or success that the coach has gotten for other people? Number five, do you get a hot seat? Number six, who does the coach attract? Number seven, What access do you get to the main coach and what networking will you have with the other members? Number eight, is the coach you like the one who's actually doing the coaching? Number nine, does the program include a curriculum? And number 10, hire the best you can afford. If you're ready to join a mastermind, I would love to invite you to consider the Artist Incubator. Head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash biz as in B-I-Z. You can read my newly updated description of the Artist Incubator program and apply for 2021. I'm taking applications until December 15th or until the program is filled, whichever comes first. After filling out the application, if you qualify, you'll get my eyes on your art business absolutely free. And I'll even share with you the steps you need to take to reach your goals and thrive. So this is truly a valuable call. Now, if we both agree you'd benefit from my program to help you reach your goals, then you can ask me questions during the call and I can enroll you on the spot. So make sure you hit the follow or the subscribe button, depending on how you're listening to this. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave me a review pretty please. I've made it so much easier for you to do that. Just hop on over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash inspire. And if you happen to pop your Instagram handle at the end of the review, I can give you a shout out over on my Instagram stories. All right, guys, thanks so much for being with me here today. I'll see you the same time, same place next week. Make it a great one.